0: It's a football podcast with Safa
1: Dean. I'm going to ride what you want on the Chiefs train here. Don't be disappointed that you can't get a win over me and you know, all the peaks and all that.
0: Tyler Dragon. am i Did I sound like him? <laughs> and Josina Anderson.
2: I also want to give kudos to the 49ers because I feel like D'Amico had those boys right. They were lit.
0: Each week, our USA
1: Today Sports Plus Insiders talk taxes
0: analyze O's, and bring you behind the scenes. Exclusive, entertaining, insightful, because they know football.
3: But what's it called?
0: Yes, a football podcast.
1: All right, guys, we're now at week 11 of the NFL season. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton all came back with some uh, nice comebacks over the week. Um, But I want to get into the biggest team in the NFL, the most star-studded team in the NFL, suffering their second straight loss in prime time in front of the entire country, the Los Angeles Rams. Tyler, I don't know what's going on with your L.A. boys uh, with the Rams, but uh, two straight losses in prime time, obviously not good. Odell Beckham had a limited role in his first game with the Rams. Von Miller did as well, too. But losses to the Titans and to the 49ers have definitely exposed LA a little bit. Um, Tyler, what's your stance on the Rams right now, man? Do you you think they they got some time to put it together?
0: Well, the 49ers have Debo Samuels on their team. He's named after the movie character from Friday. And they got Debo, the Rams did on Monday Night Football, on national television. And really, for two straight weeks, the Rams were just manhandled. The opposing team were the more physical team and they dominated the line of scrimmage. They ran the football on the Rams. And you know, it's really showing some weaknesses with that Los Angeles football team on both sides of the ball. Their offensive line is getting beat down, manhandled by the opposing defensive line. And then on the opposing side, the Rams defense I mean, even though they have Aaron Donald, even though they have Jalen Ramsey, they're getting outmatched um, up front in, uh, in the uh, Battle of the Trenches and in the secondary. So it's really a problem with this Los Angeles Rams team. I know all the stars are there, but they are not playing good, cohesive team football. And it showed the last two weeks.
2: Yeah, when I was looking at it, um, you know, the, one of the things that stood out to me just to tackle the, the defensive standpoint first is that um, they, they just didn't seem like they really wanted to tackle. <laughs> that's, that's the first thing that kept coming to me. The angles were wrong, one-arming things. It, it took too long to make the adjustment in terms of bringing that guys down in the box and clogging up the middle. I mean, I even t- tweeted that at some point. The middle was just wide open for runs and for you know passes underneath and 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 then finally when the adjustment was made and they even acknowledged that you know on the tv you know then there was a play I think right before they went to the you know end zone on the left side with you know the I, I forget who it was too I just can see the play in my head and the way they were stacked it was you know center right and I looked at the defense and said, I was like, they're just going to throw to the left. I mean, the way I, it's just the way they didn't it just looked malaligned. It didn't look adjusted. It looked it to me. It looked um, it, 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 it. I don't know, like almost like the 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 manner of play was taking on the characteristics of the city. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's almost like what I felt. Like, it was like, you know
1: Charlie, what I'm saying? you heard that? Charlie, you heard that? Hold on, said, on, hold she on, on said hold on. She said you, call, like you, talking, you talking
0: about my, my hood? I don't mean, like, no, no, no. I don't mean soft. That? That's not <laughs> what I joking, mean. What joking, I mean is, joking.
2: what I mean, like, it, like there's a lot of stars in Hollywood or what have you. And, you know, you have to get down into the, the trenches, get back to the basics, get to the gritty of the game. And I just felt like <laughs> it was it was... It was so much hype around the game. It was Monday Night Football, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, honestly, I, I, don't, feel, I don't feel like um, – I just don't feel like Vaughn or Odell should have played that game. I just felt it was too early. There wasn't, the, you know, proper acclimation. And when you look at the schedule and the fact that they have a bye this week, there was plenty of time after this game to just not play this game Get everything right and then come back right for the Packers game because you still have that time. And I understand it. It's like when you look at the schedules, Monday Night Football. This happened. You try to do this. Da da da. The coach is young. The D coordinator is young. Da 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 da. And I just felt like I just felt like the word I'm looking for. It just it just felt caught up. That's what I felt like. I just felt like it was all caught up. A little too <laughs> rushed, right? It was too rushed. And I, and, I, mm-hmm. and I felt it before the game. I talked about it before the game. <laughs> I don't want to say too much because I'm not trying to be, you know, wet blanket or, or what have you. But, it, and, and matter of fact, I didn't see the whole game. I, I fell asleep. And when I woke don't up, worry. I saw the result. And I was just like, you see, that's that's what I was saying. But then don't I also. Don't worry, Josina.
1: The Rams fell asleep too.
2: But, but here's the thing, I also want to give kudos to the 49ers because I feel like D'Amico had those boys right. They were lit. Aziz Al-Shahir, I've seen him make a whole bunch of tackles. I mean, he was on the line of the scrimmage just fighting. They, they were all lit. They were all lit. And, and Cal Shanahan, kudos to him. He had a great plan. Great plan.
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, with the Rams specifically, you like you mentioned, Justine, Von Miller and Oda Beckham coming in. You know, these are two guys who are very, very talented, obviously. We know that from their careers in the NFL. But when you're getting into a team with a with a new system that they both have to learn, Von Miller on defense and Odell Beckham. Mid season. Mid season, by the way, too. You know, there's no real time for them to really um, grasp uh, a huge portion of the, of the playbook. Like we saw with Odell Beckham, you know, there was a lot of times where the camera was panning on him to on the sidelines when the Rams were in the red zone and simply because, you know, he doesn't know in it, that many plays to be on the field. Um, and to put him on the field when he doesn't know the plays is a real disadvantage. But, um, you know, you spoke about the defensive side of the Rams and, and I want to touch on the offense too. Um, you know, the last two weeks, it looks like when, when Matt Stafford has, Uh, a deficit early when he has some mistakes in the first quarter second quarter he's kind of pressing in the second half too and this is the second week in a row where the rams have been kind of pressured into trying to make a comeback and the thing that stuck out to me last week against the 49ers was the fact that um the rams were getting in the red zone right and they had nothing they could do against that 49ers defense there was play after play after play and San Fran was getting stop after stop after stop. Um, I think it really hurt the Rams that Robert Woods is out for the season with the torn ACL. He is really the glue in that offense more so than Cooper Cup and, and Matt Stafford have been. Um, but to lose him was a real, real disadvantage for the Rams. Um And they're going to have to really hope that Old Eye Bell can, can, you
2: know, grasp know. that playbook. I needed the time, yo. <laughs> yeah, so that's why Old needs to
1: grasp the playbook and come back.
0: I do have to push back. A new two, a little bit. I do. Oh, I don't have oh a God. problem with Odell Beckham and Von Miller playing because they had a specific package of plays that the Rams and Sean McVay felt that they were comfortable with. I mean, Cam Newton played nine plays and he got to the team on Thursday. And I mean, well, we're going to talk about this later. But what did he do? He showed out in those nine plays. Mm-hmm. So they gave Odell Beckham the football the very first play of the game it was a simple route. And Von Miller, they didn't ask him to do too much. He had a specific number of plays, go get after the quarterback. Of course, they don't know the playbook. They don't know the scheme. They don't know how to, you know, play with their teammates all the way yet. But I mean, when you learn by playing football and getting out there, I don't have a problem with them playing on Monday night. Yes, it was quick, short notice and they need some time to jail, but I don't think that hurt them. At all by playing on Monday night.
2: I think that football is a game of inches, and it only takes three or four plays to determine a game. And then it only takes two or three games to develop a narrative. And then it only takes however much of that to develop pressure. And like, you know, one step left. It, you know, could be the, the step, you know, so and I don't want to I'm not trying to be a pessimist. That's not what I want to because that's not how I want to come across. I'm, what I what I really trying to come across is delicacy. It's just such as delicate, you know, mm-hmm. and then the football season is short. And at the same time, there's still time to adjust even after this result. But likewise, I also <clears throat> feel like there was time to just let it pass and take the bye because the bye was situated perfectly it was situated perfectly when you think about the loss of Robert and the Rams offense was huddling up more than they usually do or want to because of them having to slow certain things down Mm -hmm. to adjust for not only Odell being in there but the loss of Robert and what they typically do it happened on Friday they typically doing their last roundup checks on Saturday you know Saturday and Friday I mean obviously it's a game on Monday but you know what I'm saying Yeah. And and adjusting. It just wasn't a lot of time. And of course, hindsight is twenty y'all. Right. You can look at it now, whatever, which is why I don't want to say (laughs) it could go one way or the other. But looking at the schedule coming out the bye, Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying? Now you're look, you're you're staring down the barrel after this game. You see what I'm saying? So it could get get, get, all I'm saying, Tyler. And you're right. (laughs) Uh, Of course, I completely agree with you. That it's not—it wasn't a whole bunch of plays, nor are they like the sole reason why they lost. That's not what I'm saying. However, you know, one play, Von Miller got blown up. One play, you know, with the interception or whatever. Th- That—that's all it takes. And then next, thing you know, the game has just gone away. Look at the Browns game against the Bengals when they lost 41-16, and, and Joe Burrow started off the game with that uh, that uh, play at Denzel Ward, and and it mm-hmm. just set the tone for the rest of the game, and they just never mentally got back to it. So. And sometimes teams do recover. I just feel like in this instance it was a it was an example of where they didn't recover. You see what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: And two and two weeks in a row against the Titans as well, you know, the Rams have fallen behind and it's been a really, really bad uphill climb for, for, for the Rams in the last two weeks. Looking ahead, like you said, Josina, after their bye, they're at Green Bay. So I obviously at don't like that on the run. At <laughs> I don't
0: Green like Bay. that for the California boys. Yeah. Not, even,
2: <laughs> <you> know,
1: <laughs> not <laughs> even
0: at home. That, no. Yeah, that, that's, that's going to be a tough game for the Rams there. They're, they're at and, Green and Bay. And they they got to play they,
2: the – And they be in their Speedos in the snow.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at Green Bay after the bye, you got a, a game against the Jaguars at home. Um, The Cardinals, Seahawks. Seahawks still not a slouch. Um, Vikings, you never know when you play them. Ravens and then the 49ers again this year. So the Rams definitely have an uphill climb. Um They're fifth in the NFC standings right now, seven and three, still behind the Arizona Cardinals in the NFC West. And who's
2: after the Packers? The Jets uh,
1: the, ja- the Jaguars. Nah, not a layup for everybody. No, that's Ice, a layup. Okay, well at let's look Ice at the
2: Jaguars Buffalo. schedule. How, how have they been playing how did Jaguars play the last three games? What was the uh, score? I think
1: I think they I think they, they beat the, the Bills nine six last week, but uh I, I think they got back into the loser column last week too. So no, but what you was never the score? Know.
2: What was the uh, score? Uh twenty
1: three seventeen against the Colts last week.
2: Okay, so one like they out there getting smashed, yo. You still yeah, gotta so. make sure you show up in that game. <clears throat> yeah. It's mm-hmm. a big
1: game for Jalen Ramsey going back to the team he was drafted with, right? So I think the Rams
2: are
1: that. that's true. Yeah, the the Rams are definitely a team that we're all going to watch on because of the star power, um, because of them putting their chips all in so far this season. And we'll see how that offense rebounds without Robert Woods. He was definitely the glue to that team. Um, and Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford has to show up. He was a quarterback that's supposed to Take this Rams team into the NFC title game, into the Super Bowl conversation. He's got to definitely improve from the last two weeks. And, and get his back balls to kind were of sailing. That's what concerns
2: earlier. me, yo. Like those ball, like the balls kept on just like being high, and I, mm-hmm. and 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 what that shows me is is like the nerves and pressure was getting to him. You see what I'm saying? When the ball and and that's what I'm looking for. Like that's the difference between. And I'm not saying that he can't rebound. He can't, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But um, but but that's the difference between the Kobe's and the Michael Jordan's. Like, your your pulse got to slow down in those situations. And even when you're making mistakes, to be able to still show you can come back in the middle of the game. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was definitely pressing in that game, especially his first interception. He threw the ball to Odell Beckham in uh, double coverage, and it looked like he was just trying to force the issue. He wasn't even open in that place, So that was definitely a, a sign that he was trying to press.
2: Mm-hmm. I cool. agree with you.
1: Guys, let's switch gears to a team in the NFL. Tyler, one of Tyler's favorites, Josina. As you know, the Kansas City Chiefs are they back, Tyler? They I'm going to pick the
0: Chiefs again.
1: There but, he goes again. There he goes again. Tyler, your Chiefs are far? they're back up in the NFC. Um, forty-one AFC. to or AFC. AFC AFC West. Sorry, the Chiefs are back up in the AFC West. A forty-one to fourteen beat down over the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, There was a huge sequence in that game where the Raiders, where the Chiefs were up two scores. Um, they decided to uh, do a fake punt and, and make a completion on fourth down. And then Patrick Mahomes has the play of the game where he's scrambling his right foot, his entire body except for his right foot, just happens to stay behind the line of scrimmage. And he throws it up to Damian Williams for a 38-yard 30, touchdown there to, to blow that game open. Tyler, the Chargers have lost. The Raiders have lost. The Chiefs are back up into the playoff mix, your your, your your Chiefs are turning around, Tyler.
0: I mean, I won't say my Chiefs, but wasn't that a coming back party for Patrick Mahomes? Five touchdowns, over 400 yards passing. He's back, best quarterback in the league. I told you, can you y'all cue my sound again? Can you cue it again?
1: Okay, I guess you
0: can't. I'm gonna pick the. There again. we go. There we go. Well, right twice <laughs> go ahead.
1: You see how Tyler's embraced that sound, Josina. Oh, There's yeah. so yeah. many. Now, things I'm embracing because I, I, I,
0: to, I told you to <laughs> that. Just I, in my perfect impression of Aaron Rodgers, relax. The Chiefs mm-hmm. will be fine. Well, if there was the a letter,
2: pivotal play in that game with Deshaun Jackson, though. That you know, they
0: they were going to win regardless of what Deshaun Jackson did in that play
2: well I know I know it was a
0: mistake yes it was a very pivotal mm -hmm. play but the Mm -hmm. Chiefs they won 41-14 they were the best team through four quarters in that game oh no No
2: question no
0: question about it it. and the
2: talent yeah
0: first in AFC West the Raiders Mm -hmm. obviously lost the Denver Broncos lost and the Los Angeles Chargers lost so Chiefs right back where we thought they were gonna be, and they are very well on pace to win their sixth consecutive AFC North. I mean AFC West title.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing from that game, Tyler, was was the Chiefs got back to kind of um what they've always, you know, been good at. That's feeding Tyreek Hill, that's feeding Travis Kelsey. Um that's Patrick Mahomes not turning the ball over. This is his second straight game without an interception, um, and still has ten on the year. Yeah, so he's definitely. Calming down back there and and seeing what's in front of him and making the right decisions. I would say there were two plays in that Raiders game that could have been interceptions. Thankfully for him, they weren't, Um, you know, particularly on that play. I mentioned to Damian Williams, I think Jonathan Abram was a little too overzealous on that play. Could have ripped the ball away, but the Chiefs got really lucky. This is two straight weeks. Patrick Mahomes has not thrown an interception. Two straight wins for them overall. Um, And then, excuse me, three in a row overall for the Chiefs. Um, If you count that Giants game uh, a couple weeks back. So we'll talk about it in a little bit later on when we make our picks. But big game this week against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, potential Super Bowl preview, guys?
0: Could be. the uh, There are going to be a lot of eyeballs on that game. I'm surprised it's not the Sunday night football game. That game belongs. Is that
2: cowboys
1: Chiefs
0: Cowboys? That definitely
2: season? not the Super Bowl preview. Uh-oh, oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh.
1: oh, speak on oh, it, yeah. Josina, speak on I'm it. I'm not
2: saying because of which just, team or the other. So we can just leave that I, as so a I'm, I'm, cause, I'm, but that's I'm, not the two teams. That I'm, I'm, I'm
1: confused,
0: Josina. So are you go, are you sticking with the Browns or are you more? Uh, <laughs> I'm not
2: sticking or applying or re- taking off or whatever. She's I do not just campaigning said those won't for either two team. Teams. Okay. She said
1: both of them not going to
2: make I it,
0: huh? right? The, both of I just, of just
2: don't think. That, no, I said I don't think that's the Super Bowl matchup. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. okay.
0: Do, you, do you think one of those teams has a good chance of being? Re-
2: I'm not responding to that. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: <laughs> we try yeah, to I know, like I, know I know, I know how to trip Jocelyn up. I know how to trip Jocelyn up. She knows. Tyler, Tyler, you're not <laughs> tripping her up at all. She is not. <laughs> we we have athlete, to read though. between.
1: We have to read between the lines, and we're not reading that well. <laughs> mm-hmm. We don't know if the Chiefs, Cowboys, really. That's a, you know what? I, 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 um, I guess if we, you know, stick on this topic here, you can definitely see the reasons why other teams in the mix could definitely jump into the picture. Maybe Josina has the Packers in the Super Bowl. Maybe Josina has, I don't know, the Patriots. No, I'm just kidding, or the Ravens, pa-
0: pa- Packers, <clears throat> Chiefs, a, a Super Bowl one rematch.
1: How about mm, that? That'd be cool for the history of the league, right? <laughs> But, guys, let's move on. Um, The biggest comeback of the week, you know, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't Russell Wilson coming back from his finger. Um, uh, Hopefully you guys caught it last week when I called him Russell finger by accident. That was fun. Uh, (laughs) But the biggest comeback of the week that Tyler saw in person was Cam Newton screaming, I'm back, I'm back, uh, right after his first touchdown. Two plays, two touchdowns. And I think, Tyler, the best thing that kind of happened in that game was the fact that Matt Rule put Cam Newton in positions to be successful, like you said. Um, what was it like in Arizona at that game, um, watching that all unfold uh, last week, Tyler? Mm-hmm.
0: Man, he just galvanized that team. And all the players, uh, the Panthers, and the coaching staff just talked about Cam Newton's energy that he injected into the team. You can see it in pregame warm-ups. He was giving everybody high fives words of encouragement and then during the game the team just played with you know an, an enormous amount of energy they were fueled by their franchise player even though he was a backup quarterback he's their franchise player the best player probably in franchise history they were just you know energized that he was there and then like you said Soffitt, matt rule put him in positions to succeed on um the two-yard line Got a scramble to the right side, touchdown, prototypical Cam Newton-type play. His second player of the game threw the ball for another touchdown, two touchdowns and nine plays. How about that for a touchdown per snap ratio? But, yeah, he was really good in a limited opportunity. And he is – the. even though he only played nine snaps, I fully believe he's the reason why they won that game because he just energized – That whole team, the atmosphere was lit. And Cam Newton, he's going to start this week against Romer Bear Bear and the Washington football team. So how about that for a reunion? But, yes, I really believe that this Panthers team is a fringe playoff team now that Cam Newton is in the mix. Yes, I I would not be surprised if they make the playoffs in the NFC because of Cam Newton at quarterback. He's a better option than Sam Darnold and of course he's a better option than the quarterback they have now, PJ.
2: Well, yeah, I I thought it was just um I thought it was just, you know, just magnetic, you know, it's just <laughs> I felt like uh you felt the energy through the TV and you felt everything that he's gone through, you know, and just how he was uh yelling at the the camera lens. Um and it just felt real, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, the Patriots released them in August, you know, the unceremonious departure, excuse me, from the Panthers the first time around from a place that he has spent, I believe, nine seasons before, mm-hmm. you know, he left. And um, and that's tough, yo. That is tough. <laughs> and, um, the, and the I guess the only thing I would say is, and I get it, I'm actually for it to a certain extent. Half of me is for him saying I'm back to the camera like that. Half of me is against it because, you know, I, the, the, the other side, the the oldest side of me, the wisest side of me wants to say, just, you know, lower the roof, you know, just, <laughs> l- just let it play out a little bit more. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Before you start saying I'm back because it's only, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I get it because I, it's like his belly is talking from everything he just went through and, and and I know you want to just give the you birds to everybody. I get it. You know what I'm saying. And that's kind of yeah. his way. But <laughs> I, you know, I, let us let, get a couple wins under before we start saying <laughs> I'm back, because then because you already know, like next week, if the Washington football team, although you know they lost Chase Young and, and thing, you know whatever and all these other things, but if, if even if they win next week, but then lose the, the whatever, and then people are gonna be replaying that I'm back, I'm back, you yeah. back, you
3: know. <laughs> okay, <there> you <laughs> That's what I'm
2: saying. They, that, you know, it, it can always work one way or the other. Like, what we talk about like that with the dream team scenario, with you know OBJ or whatever, like you know, all the things that are going your favor can quickly pendulum and be pressure. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it life is so delicate like that. You know, so it's like but mm-hmm. just sometimes and that you know you uh uh the uh, the, uh yeah. you know I'm Cam
1: Cam, <laughs> Cam screaming on back like that. It was like it was like you know low key primal. It was also like getting he the monkey fine. office, yeah. it, it's its getting his, like, you know, the monkey office back too, because he's been, you know, out of the NFL all season um, was cut right before this season. And when you look at a player like Cam Newton's stature, I'm pretty sure that did a lot to hurt his ego as well. But like you mentioned, Josina, when Matt rule took over at Carolina and became the coach there, I believe in 2019, early 2020, um, you know, Cam Newton was out the door. The the Panthers were ready to move on from Cam being the number one pick in 2011 from leading them to the Super Bowl with, you know, Luke Keegly and, and Ron Rivera and all those guys in 2015. Um, and so to see, uh, we had spoken about this on our Twitter spaces last Thursday too, you know, that this whole, you know, you, you release Cam Newton, you try to go to Teddy Bridgewater, you decide Sam Darnold might be the answer, you don't draft the quarterback. And now the Carolina Panthers are in this situation where they had to bring Cam Newton back because you reignite the fan base, you give Matt Rule and the, and the GM there some some pressure for making some bad quarterback decisions. It relieve some pressure off those guys, too. You want to see how this works for Cam. Like you said, Josina, a lot is going to be on his plate starting next week, too. I mean, I think Matt Rule had the right recipe of putting him in for a couple plays. Who knows if that's a quarterback, a way to play a quarterback um, here in the future. But if Cam's going to start, he's going to have a lot more plays where a lot more is going to be on his plate. Oh, we'll and a lot more responsibility, <laughs> too. And we're going to have to see him throw the ball, too. And yeah. with a shoulder injury, his injury history from the past, um, you know, Cam has a lot to take care of on the field before he can really scream and shout, I'm back, like you mentioned just now. I'll
0: go! I'll go! I'll
3: go! <laughs>
0: yes.
2: I, and yeah, go ahead, Tyler, please.
0: I, I, part of those emotions, too, though, the, um, the Phoenix Stadium in well, in Glendale, Arizona, it's a very special place for Cam New. That was the site where he won a BCS National Championship game when it was university Phoenix Stadium that was his final college game his first NFL game was at the same stadium and then he comes back first game in his second stint with the Panthers at the same stadium and shows out so he described those emotions you know after the game with him just being back in a stadium that he is all too familiar with and has had a tremendous amount of success at that stadium so props to Cam Newton and Carolina Panthers for showing out in arizona they did be a shorthanded cardinals team we yes. do have to uh, acknowledge that they were without the andre hopkins and of course tyler murray they're one and one without those two players and the cardinals offense looked awful <laughs> without those two players they had i mean their fewest amount of points in the game fewest yeah. amount of total yards they were really really struggling without their two best players
2: no, I completely um, agree with that. And that just gives it even more context. But even to compare, uh, you know, the in Matt Rule's inclusion of Cam Newton so quickly in comparison to, you know, uh, Sean McVay's inclusion of Odell and, and Vaughn. But the difference in the Panther scenario, guys, is that you know, Cam is coming back to a team that he was with for nine years. And even though it was a different offense and all those other things, there's so much there that is familiar with him. and I just think it's a different situation. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just different.
1: Guys, real quick, Josina, maybe uh, some some breaking news. It sounds like a, a tweet from Le'Veon Bell oh, a couple no. minutes ago. Oh, no. Um, this hurts, but it's been a blessing to be here, to say the least. I enjoyed every second of this short period and got a whole new meaning of what this city is like, and it's a great place to be. Black heart, purple heart. I appreciate Eric DaCosta, who's the vice president of the Ravens, and John Harbaugh for the opportunity to be called a Raven.
2: But
1: what happened? They let him go? A fo- yeah, a
0: photo. put on waivers, Le'Veon Bell.
1: Oh, the Ravens are waving Le'Veon Bell. Okay, so one hit of, uh, of that talented 2011 running back room in 2021. Um, I guess, uh, Le'Veon Bell, they're moving on.
0: He really didn't, you know, w- didn't look comfortable in Baltimore. I mean, that that's a very, you know, nice tweet, very gracious uh, way to go out, that that message. But, you know, last and he week. he spelled
2: his name wrong, though.
0: Because... Who, who spelled his name wrong? He
2: Eric DaCosta's name wrong. Oh, but... wow.
0: Well. Uh, I, that, right. That's still, right. you know, yeah, yeah. He, he he did try yeah. to go out the right way. So I do have to give him a props for that. But yeah. he didn't really look comfortable in Baltimore, and he wasn't playing a lot anyways. So I, I it is surprising news, but he really wasn't playing that much uh, to begin with.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: Guys, but the we'll- question is what happened, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because isn't it – I mean, how much is he getting – you know, pay whether he's on the practice squad or not, you know, in terms of if a running back goes down. So that's curious to me. Do you not agree or no? Tyler.
0: Sorry, my computer's running out. A battery.
2: <laughs> I'm like he's I, running out. What? I know. Oh. <laughs> oh boy.
1: Oh, we had a full on dead by Tyler. Okay.
2: What do you think though, Safe?
1: Oh, God, Tyler. (laughs) Did I sound like him? You did. You actually did. (laughs) Uh, Guys, one of the teams that Jocena might want in the Super Bowl uh, just lost her second game in a row, and it came after a bye, and it came after uh, playing a team they placed in the playoffs last year. I'm talking about the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Uh, lost against Washington last week, lost against the Saints before their bye, um, so two losses in a row. Um, as we're talking about all these other teams in the NFC, the Packers, the Cardinals, the Cowboys on the rise, the Rams on the down end, the Bucks have also, uh, lost two in a row. Um, Emily, producer Emily, you gotta, uh, you gotta read this amazing quote from Bruce Arians, the Bucks coach, um, after that loss.
3: Yeah, I mean, especially after years of Tom Brady being on a team with Bill Belichick and getting absolutely nothing but monotone madness from those (laughs) press conferences, I personally find it refreshing when a coach lets those emotions out. I mean, it was an ugly 29-19 road loss to the Washington football team for the Tampa Mm -hmm. Bay Buccaneers last year, or excuse me, last week. Uh, Tom Brady threw two interceptions in the first quarter, um, and Bruce Arians let it let it be known his frustrations. He said it was nothing to do with ability. It's about execution and being a smart football team. We're a very dumb football team. And that's a (laughs) reflection on the coaches. It's very disappointing. It's very alarming to watch the energy at every practice and show up with a lack of execution and energy that it takes to win on Sunday. We've got a lot of soul searching to do.
1: Ooh, soul-searching. Guys, I, I've covered three Bucks games this year. Um, they've all been wins for Tampa Bay. And the thing that Bruce Arians is kind of harped on after each of these games is the, the penalties, uh, unforced errors, things that the Bucs are getting wrong that he knows um, could come back and catch up to them. And, and that's kind of what's happened the last two uh, games that the Buccaneers have played. So I can see why Bruce Arians is, is frustrated. you got a Super Bowl champion who's trying to defend their title, um, it doesn't like Tom Brady is, is hungover by any means in his Super Bowl pursuit for another ring, but, uh, you're trying to get the other players around him, you know, playing on the same page and his frustrations are definitely palpable, but I don't think it's too much of a reaction happening in Tampa. What about you, Tyler? Are you going to overreact? Are you going to say that the, the Bucks don't have a chance this year because of the, this recent skid? Well, I'm not
0: going to overreact, but I do agree with Bruce Arians. They're loaded on both sides of the ball, offensive defense, and they haven't been playing well at all. That defense has given up 65 points the last two games, and we all know the type of playmakers they have. And you have to call out Tom Brady, too. He has four interceptions in the last two games, which have resulted in two losses. So he hasn't been playing very good football either on the offensive end. But guess what? They play the New York football Giants next week. It's a perfect game for them to get back on track. The New York Giants are not a good football team. I still think this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team is going to win the division when it's all said and done. But they have certainly hit a rough patch the last two games. Their defense uh, has taken a step back. And the offense, of course, led by Tom Brady, has taken a step back, too.
3: You know
2: what? And I was thinking about this um, as I was hearing some stuff with regards to the Browns yesterday that I had reported on. And, uh, you know, and the word is, you know, consistency. And, you know, I was just hearing just to share with you guys that that was a lot of internal talk yesterday in, in the Browns department about, you know, the inconsistent play of Baker Mayfield going from a season high passer rating in the game against the Bengals to a season low passer rating against the Patriots uh, passing for 73 yards. And I just thought about like how – uh how hard it is to be consistent week in and week out, not just as a football player, but just at anything. It is so hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh while we all are looking and observing and critiquing and things like that. But even, you know, I like I just think about a football season or covering a football season. It is, it is so difficult, <laughs> you know, as you're managing life and all of these other things. So now as we're going uh you know to the bucks, you know, there are probably gonna be times, you know, where the defense is not as in tune. Obviously, V to V had a injury as well, but that was late, and they're saying that they're still, you know, not as bad as they thought it, you know, could have been and things like that. But um, you know, the the Bucks defense went through this towards the end of the year, and then they started to, you know, kind of get it back um as they went up against obviously uh the top or the gauntlet of top quarterbacks in in the postseason as well. Mm-hmm. But You know, I've I've seen and I've heard from coaches who have said that you know they don't stress over things like this too much, and they try to keep some of their bullets in their back pocket so that there's just not a lot of too much scouting tape on adjustments and things that they're making, so that when they get to the postseason, they can just roll out some booyah, bang, boom, whatever on people. (laughs) And you know, I don't think the Bucks are sweating it too hard. So, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, I definitely don't think so too. I think Tampa Bay knows when it's. Time to play, they're going to play. And I think the last two losses, maybe you look down on the Saints because that, you know, Jameis Winston wasn't playing, or you look down on Washington because of the fact that you beat him in the playoffs and you already know you could beat them. So you probably don't give them the best punch that you should give them. But, you know, come up here for, you know, Tampa Bay, you got the Giants, you're going to go to Indy, you're going to go to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Um, huge game against the Bills, you know, and then the rest of the season, you got two more games against the Panthers. So, I think the Bucs can definitely sail all the way through and get into the playoffs with a really, really high seed, but they're gonna have to really limit their mistakes and really realize that um, if the mistakes, the mental errors, the unforced errors that they have that have cost them the last couple of weeks, especially with Tom Brady throwing the football to the other team, um, these things can, can, can catch up to them when they get into the playoffs later this year.
2: So time now for our great insider pick segment with Soffit and Tyler. Apparently, Tyler having a little bit of a rough week with the three and two records off it pulling ahead oh, away yeah. from the tie with the four and one week. Before we get into the predictions real quick, I just wanted to say that I'm really excited about this jacket that I'm getting tomorrow. It's from OTT <laughs> Dubai. And I just thought about that really quickly. Someone's bringing it to me tomorrow. And I thought that was really cool. But anyways, back to the game, the six and three <laughs> Ravens are going up against the three and six bears. Uh, I've had a rough morning and I'm just trying to keep my mind on things right now. But anyway, so uh, the Ravens, as as you just mentioned, had a very interesting transaction with Le'Veon Bell uh, being uh, released and the Bears, three and six, just trying to find their way. I don't even know what to say <laughs> about the Bears. I'm sorry. Well,
1: I would say the Bears have played a little better the last couple of weeks. I think Justin Fields is getting a little bit more comfortable. Um, they still need to make a decision on Matt Nagy at the end of the season, in my opinion. But um, I'm going to take the Ravens at this game. Tyler, I saw Lamar Jackson play against the Miami Dolphins last Thursday. Uh, didn't play well. The Dolphins had a really good defense against him. They just blitzed him nonstop. But um, I think the Ravens, they had an overtime game they won. Thursday night football, Lamar got his uh, jersey retired at Louisville, too. So a busy week. I think it's going to get back to the fundamentals, and I think the Ravens are going to beat the Bears this week.
0: Yeah, the Ravens definitely overlooked your Miami Dolphins. They did not look good in that game at all. They zero-blissed Lamar Jackson. They never really adjusted. Baltimore, they, they were just running the same type of plays and never adjusted to what the Dolphins were doing to them. I do believe Baltimore will get back on track this week, as you alluded to, Justin Fields, has been playing well, but this Chicago team still has a lot of polls. I have the Baltimore with Ravens getting back on track and beating the Chicago Bears.
2: hmm Okay, so let's move on to the next game. The five and five Colts. You know, Wentz uh, is, is Wentz a dad? Did Wentz did his wife have the baby?
1: I'm not sure. I don't know if that
2: happened. Okay, because I know she was supposed to induce on Monday, and that was the thing going into that that game. And then the six and three Bills, who recovered with a a win over the Jets after a disappointing loss to the Miami Dolphins. So, oh, the, is Jaguars. There a question? the Jaguars. Oh, so, excuse me to the to the Jaguars. Um, you know, is is this a, a question with this game, or 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 you know, is is someone picking the Colts between the two of you?
1: Uh, well, I'm not picking the Colts, Tyler. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I, I definitely <laughs> think Indiana, in, Indianapolis, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, has improved. They are playing really well. Jonathan Taylor is still the best running back in the league now that Derrick Henry yeah, is sidelined. Um, yes, because Derrick Henry is sidelined. Um, but I, I don't think Carson Wentz has enough to kind of push the Colts past that Bills defense, um, which is still one of my favorite def, uh, defensive teams in the league. Um, and still, you got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Um, Emmanuel Sanders playing really well as well. I'm going with Buffalo to speak in that game, Tyler.
0: So the Colts have won for their last five, but I can't say that Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the NFL. He has the most rushing yards now that Derrick Henry is injured, but Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, I wouldn't say that Taylor's the best running back.
3: I would say so. And with the... all
0: that being said though. I have to pick the Bills. They are a, a legit AFC contender in the NFL, and I do think that they're going to take care of business against the Colts.
2: Mm, okay, all right. So now we are going up against uh, the. Or excuse me, we're presenting the three and six Washington football team. Obviously, uh, Heineke getting a big win over the Bucks after having a similar good performance against him in the playoffs and. Uh, the division round last year, uh, going up against the Panthers. Ron Rivera facing his old team versus now his old quarterback. Uh, Panthers are five and five. How is this going to go? Remember, we uh, the Washington football team lost Chase Young. Real game! Real
1: game! <laughs> Cam Newton's back, and he's going to be starting this game. And Tyler, I think I'm going to do it, man. I think I'm going with Washington. Uh, I liked how Tyler he played in that game last week against the Bucks. Um They got out to an early Even without lead. Chase. Even without Chase Young. Chase Young is a really great player, one of the best defensive ends in the league. Um, even to see Chase Young smile on the sidelines on his crutches, even after knowing his season is over, was uh, such a positive thing to see. I think they're definitely going to miss him on the field for sure. But I'm going to Washington, man. I, I think I, 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 like, I, I like Ron Rivera against his old, his old quarterback. That, and that's what I'm going to Hey, my hat on uh, in this matchup, Tyler. I'm back. I'm
2: back. Okay. Yeah, his was more screechy. His was like I a mean, really I tried weird to do sound, just- actually.
0: I tried to do it like him. Oh, thank you. I mean, you I, I tried to sound like him, so I'm not. It was really, do it.
2: yeah, it was really weird. As I'm trying to understand, but that just shows you. That's why I thought that your description primal. of it, calling it primal, was very, a very, because it was, it sounded weird, actually, if you think about it. But yeah. With uh-huh. what,
0: what, with that saying? intro, I do have to say, I am picking the Panthers. I really like the energy that they're playing with with Cam Newton. And I think he's going to be motivated. He's at home in his former stomping grounds. It's going to be reunion type of source playing as former coach. The Panthers are going to be motivated to win that game. And I think Cam Newton's going to get his first win as a Panther this season as a starting quarterback.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's tough for the Washington football team to have Chase Young going, even though he had just one and a half sacks going into that game. Um, in which he got hurt, um, it, it's still a tough thing, but obviously they have, uh, I was just talking to a source down there yesterday, they're gonna have a couple seventh rounders try to fill in and, and ouch. And the guy also that who uh, came in and uh, filled in for him as well. I don't know, my notes are
0: here. So, Josina's trying to say that she's picking the Panthers.
2: It, without, yeah, it was, without. Uh, it would be Josina's first pick it was, of It, season, it was Tyler. Casey Tuhill right. that came in for him, a third, third-year player to Stanford. And then they'll also have a combination of James Smith-Williams, a seventh-rounder from 2020, and Shaka Tooney draft their seventh-rounder from this year. So it'll be kind of a committee approach. So those are the names that we'll be filling in for Chase Young.
0: Yeah, it is it, not there. <laughs> they're not luck, they're boys. not chasing at all
2: good exactly. luck boys so we also have the seven two cowboys going up against tyler's six and four Chiefs, who did manage to have a dominant win over the raiders so before we get to tyler because i feel like we might already know the result of this sophie can you tell us who you think's gonna win
1: oh now tyler this is a tough matchup for me man i know what team you're gonna pick i think that's pretty easy i think we all know what i'm team. gonna
0: pick the chiefs again yeah you
1: see <laughs> And, and and the thing about this game, why I want to pick Dallas is because I think Dak Prescott is playing really well. I think CeeDee Lamb is playing really well. I think Zeke got his footing back with two. Then
0: go ahead and pick backs. Go ahead. And pick I think them. I
1: think Trayvon Diggs might pick off Patrick Mahomes next week. I think you're really trying to catch me and, and, and make pick me pick up. the go Cowboys. Ahead. Go ahead.
0: Are you
2: convincing uh, yourself, or is this how you feel? Yeah, like, I think this is,
1: is game how game I'm convincing game. myself. But see, okay, you know ahead, what the the Chiefs are a little bit more experienced for this moment. I, I think the Chiefs know what this moment is about. They know and they're playing at home. I'm gonna take Dallas in Kansas City. Nah, I'm okay. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs again, Tyler. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs again. I'm gonna ride up right right ride, ride what you want on the Chiefs train here. Don't be disappointed that you can't get a win over me and you know, all the peaks and all that. I'm gonna pick the right team. I'm gonna pick Kansas City this week as well, Tyler.
2: The strategic pick by Sophit
0: Ooh, you know what Justin. I am disappointed in you, stop it. you that's, that's fine. You that's fine. So you should do the. So you should the pick the
2: Cowboys, in Tyler.
0: Yeah, Tyler, for I'm, real. I'm, I'm you should pick a... the Cowboys if if that's
1: how you feel. You know,
0: Emily, producer huh? Emily, cue my sound, please. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs again. <laughs> <laughs> perfect let's go to
1: the next game then
2: eight and two cardinals going up against the three and six seahawks uh russell wilson and that offense getting like no offense against the packers mm-hmm. in their last game against green bay uh we'll see if is kyler supposed to be back for this game and deandre hopkins
1: tyler i'm gonna take that one of you first you should answer that question since you got all the sources and the plugs Is kyler wow. and deandre hopkins coming back
0: I am hearing that Kyler Murray is trending in the right direction. His ankle is getting better, and I did hear, barring a, a setback, that he will play. However, they still want to test out his ankle to see uh, this week if he responds to treatment well, responds to practice well. So the jury is still out. Uh, they sorely <laughs> miss him and DeAndre Hopkins Um, And then on the other side, you do have to realize that the Cardinals do have a bye week approaching uh, this coming week. So they could end up sitting both their star players and giving them an extra week of rest. Um, I don't know if they're going to do it to this point, but sources are telling me that Kyler Murray is trending in the right direction. This game is hard. Because if Kyler Murray plays, I definitely have the Arizona Cardinals. If he doesn't play, I have the Seahawks. Can I can I do that? So can I change it no, up? No, no, that
1: doesn't can work. I, cha- that I can't change work. it? No. it doesn't work like that. Just
2: like you can't tell us he's trending in the right direction, we're trying to he, ask you definitive questions and answers. But go back. Hold on, because Safa's got to go. So I,
0: I think I, I got the Cardinals. I'm I
1: going, See, Tyler, I'm going with the Seahawks this week because I think the Cardinals should be very, very conservative. They are not sorely missing DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. They just They're lost not. one game. They just lost against the Panthers. They're 8-2. They've got the second seed in the NFC playoff race. You can afford to lose a game at this point in the season. And I think when you have Kyler Murray and you have DeAndre Hopkins on your team at the same time, on the field at the same time, I think the Cardinals think they know they can beat anybody, anywhere, anytime of the year. Uh, Why not have those guys back at 100% after the Seahawks game, after their bye? I would sit them. I would not rush Kyler back at all. I would not rush DeAndre Hopkins back at all. Um, And for all that, I would say, Tyler, I'm going to pick the Seahawks in this game. The
0: the thing is, I I hear everything you're saying, but the Cardinals want the number one seed. They can beat anybody anywhere anytime but we're talking about guys that play in arizona they don't want to go to green bay yeah. <laughs> in yeah, january and so if they travel to green bay in the playoffs they already lost to green bay in arizona if yeah. they travel to green bay in the cold weather snow no nah, they have no chance no <laughs> chance <laughs> they want that number one seat
1: oh so they got to play for it this week hans huh, what you're saying
0: No, but they don't want to fall too behind the Green Bay
1: Packers. No, they're just – yeah, they've been trading the number one seed the past two, three weeks, man. I think they'll be in good shape. I think regardless of where you play or not, you you have those guys at 100%, you'll be good to go. Just, you know, we got a guest. We got a guest in the pod to to finish up the pod.
2: Yes, this is my little one. She's jumping on my legs because she's ready to go outside.
1: We are all ready to go outside, too. I
2: know. Get some (laughs) vitamin D. But that was our picks from – Our insiders, we will see if Tyler made the correct decision not to use that game as a potential separator. Just, you know, couldn't deviate from his trend. It felt too good, but that's all right. Mm -hmm. We'll see.
1: Huge week 11 coming up. I'm excited. Thank you for listening to It's a Football Podcast. Um, Stay tuned later this week. Twitter Spaces on Thursday will be uh, right before the Thursday night football game. Guys, always a pleasure hanging out with you guys. It's a
0: football podcast. Find it now on the USA Today Sports Plus app, where the biggest fans fan harder.